Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Dale. Thanks for joining us today on this Friday morning if you're listening to it just as soon as it gets uploaded, or if you're listening to it on the weekend or the week after, I don't know, whenever you're listening to it. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening to us. Joining me is not Christian Burrito, is not Armando Crespo as normal. It is our good friend, um... Should we call you like friend of the show, friend contributor, bastard, uh, ESF insider? Yeah, there you go. Um, John Chapman is here. John, thanks for uh, joining me. Feeling, making me feel not lonely. Hey, yeah, and I, I appreciate how you say like I am the lit down below Brito and Armando, which is appropriate. I am the bronze medalist, if you will, of those three options, and that's okay with me. Uh, my mom would say the same thing. Yeah, hey. third best is not the worst. Well, if there's so. only three, and then you put me in third, <laughs> technically, technically, eh, technically, you are the worst option just readily available. I am so the Duke Johnson of fantasy football. There you go. That's perfect. Uh, guys, thanks again for joining us. We have a lot of stuff planned for today. We're gonna go over some news. I love to have John on just to talk about his reactions and fantasy implications of football NFL news. Uh, so we're gonna go through some of that. We're going to talk a little bit about draft night out in a little bit. Um, good stuff coming up in July for uh, our Dallas event. So stay tuned. We're going to explain all that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about rankings. Good stuff there. And we have an exciting new partner sponsor uh, to the show. So you're not going to want to miss hearing all about that and how you can get on uh, one of the coolest um, recent apps websites out right now is fantasy go but we're going to talk about that in a second because i'm really excited and uh, you guys have the opportunity to get in um sooner than a lot of other people so we'll talk about that in a minute john what's up uh, just making sure you're still there <laughs> i'm still here man <laughs> uh for those of you don't know eatsleepfantasy.com is our website we are i haven't really called it a draft kit me and john were just talking about this uh, we have Eat Nation Gold, which is free. You get all your rankings that you want. Uh, you get your the, the dynasty rankings, auction values, all that good stuff. For uh, 20 bucks a year, for the entire year, you get all that plus a ton more. So check out EatSleepFantasy.com. We're doing some pretty cool stuff. Uh, not only do you get awesome content, but uh, you help support the podcast, which um, helps me uh, live my life. Because I have another baby on the way, and I need I need the twenty bucks to be honest with you. That's awesome. Um, so anyways, congrats on the sex, by the way. Yeah, thanks. I'm good at it, man. Eh. I've I'm I have two kids. I'm gonna have two kids. Eh. That's two times I've been successful. Almost said something yeah. awful. <laughs> Welcome to the Eastley Fantasy, yes. where we almost say something awful every single episode. Had to do with Stephen um, Hawking. I, <laughs> Jesus. 
Um, we did uh, cut out something last episode, and I was getting a lot of feedback. Uh, we had a bleep burritos comment. Uh, don't worry if you're listening; it wasn't about you. Uh, it was about I don't some delete. Of them. Look, I don't. I rarely edit anything, um, so me editing something should tell you how bad it was, and you have to understand that uh, I cannot repeat it. So I hope you, everybody understands that from last episode. And if you didn't catch the edit, good. Maybe I did it good enough. But um, so, anyways, that's that. John, let's talk a little bit about news. We're going to get right into it. Not a lot of BS today. I'm hearing mixed reviews. Some people like podcasts that have no BS, and some people like our BS. So I'm going to kind of go in between here and just get right into the news, okay? Let's do it. All right. Uh, the first thing is, and I know you have something to say about this, uh, first-round pick tackle Jonah Williams will likely miss – well, he will miss the entire 2019 uh, season with a torn labrum. This is huge, man, because the Bengals won. They're a trash organization top down. Um, however, <laughs> if you look at their last five um, first round picks, almost all of them have missed significant time or the entire season completely. Now, this offensive line was a mess last year because they had Cordy Glenn, which they traded for from Buffalo the previous year. And he was off at left tackle. So they draft Jonah Williams. They move um, Cordy Glenn down to left guard, ready to go. Then this happens. So now they're moving Cordy Glenn back. This is a huge one let down just for Jonah. Uh, I said Jonah Hill. That's funny. Jonah Williams. <laughs> um, but the main issue is this. Sure. This hurts Joe Mixon, and this hurts Andy Dalton. Um, the, the people in the offense that I don't think it affects near as much is you know their amazing slot receiver tyler boyd i don't think it affects him at all maybe a slight down tick to aj green in the deep passing volume they'll receive but it's a poor offensive line so um yeah i mean look look let's be honest here i understand yes any injury to the offensive line is going to hurt your quarterback and running back i get that but people are talking about this like he was going to transform this offensive line especially this season like in redraft I probably will bump Mixon down from, I don't know, maybe a 8th, ninth best running back to, what, maybe a 11th, 12th. Like, he gets a small bump, and I think everybody kind of gets a small bump. Jonah Williams was not going to reinvigorate this entire offense and change the way this this team worked, right? I mean, let's be honest here, right? Well, I think what it does do is he would have been the best player on the offensive line as a true rookie. And so what this is going to do is going to limit the ceiling a little bit of Joe Mixon, I think. If you have these grandiose plans that, man, he could have finished as the RB1, which is a stretch anyway, I, I think I think it takes a little bit of a hit. Okay. All right. Uh, so how how far down are you moving Mixon just for just rankings purposes? What are you looking so at? So I have Mixon, and I'm glad you asked. I have Mixon in – the carry on Johnson, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb tier, like those guys. I have. I, sure. I'm probably moving carry on Johnson ahead of them. So it, it's not so much of oh I'm gonna drop him in my rankings. I'm gonna feel worse about picking him every time. <laughs> so uh, yeah. whereas a week ago I would have felt a little bit better, but no, I'm gonna move carry on Johnson ahead of him. You have to mention. I think people talk about carry on Johnson just to annoy me. But, well, I, that's that's another day. I I hate on Johnson. Why? So why do you hate him? Uh, he just hasn't shown me enough. I mean, 
he just hasn't shown me enough to have that much faith in him. Hmm. I mean, he didn't show. I mean, he barely played for the Lions last year. I and mean, we kind of talked about this last. What was it? Last episode about the reports that he was going to catch sixty passes. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't know. I he just hasn't shown me anything. Like I'd much rather take somebody like Devonta Freeman or Derrick Henry, Marlon Mack over him easily. Easily. I mean, you're just banking on that he's a rookie and he hasn't showed you anything that you think he's just going to explode out of thin air. No, that's not. I mean, 5.4 yards per carry is, I think, showing you something. Yes, it was over 10 games, but the kid has it all. And in that offense, like, he is going to get the receptions, which we talked about last week. But I I like him, man. He passes the eye test, and he's kind of one of those do-it-all. There's really not that much difference between Carryon Johnson and Joe Mixon, I think, as a talent standpoint. I really don't. Sure. So Okay, it's just Carryon Johnson plays for Detroit. (sighs) Your guy plays for the Bengals. Yeah. I'd take the quarterback and offensive line of the Lions over – the Bengals, hands down. Okay. Okay. Point, 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 John. I guess. <laughs> no, I don't even know what that means, but thank you. You get the point. I get it. You want the point, you get the point. All right. Uh, this is not really new news, but Tyreek Hill did meet with the NFL for eight hours, they say. I cannot imagine being in a meeting for eight hours. Like, Do you think that it was really a meeting for eight hours? Yeah, I do think that it was, um, and this is kind of the thing that they're doing now is they wait for you know whatever to happen to happen, and then they talk for a long time, and it's up to Goodell now. There's zero precedent set for how he's going to handle things. They tried to take that out of it with the Zeke thing and said, well, everything's going to be a six-game penalty no matter what, but uh, just the fact that there hasn't been charges brought means absolutely nothing. Um, this is all about PR for the NFL. They don't give a shit if you do this. They give a shit if it makes the NFL look bad. And this made the NFL right. look really bad. Yep. So yep. he will be suspended the minimum six games. I would, if I had to put money on it, I'd say eight games. Hopefully longer. He's a human waste. Yeah. Uh, speaking of human waste, um, you will be writing a human waste article. <sighs> Uh, coming up soon. I really hope I'm trying to talk you into it. I know we talked a little <laughs> bit about it off air. Um, for those that don't follow John at JL underscore Chapman on Twitter, uh, tweet at him and make sure that he's working on Man. the human waste article. The backlash. Um, uh, so I, I, the idea was, and I just said it in passing to Dell about 20 minutes ago, Man, what if I wrote an article about the worst human beings in the NFL and, like, include all of the arrest <laughs> reports and uh, the exact language from all those things? And so, uh, yeah, I think I could piss a lot of fan bases off. And how many people will say, you don't believe in second chances? Like, <laughs> yeah, I hate that, man. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get a lot of those. Uh, so, anyways, I uh, look forward to that. I expect a clever name for the article. And uh, – Hopefully, um, I think ESF is probably the only uh, website, blog, or podcast that will um, publish anything like that. So, um, that's correct. Yeah. So, send all your shitty stuff to us. All right. <laughs> uh, something not huge news, which is still following the NFL and following the other sports. It's crazy to think that Zeke is still under a rookie contract and probably will be for the next two years. That's crazy. Like, NFL is so backward. Or not the NFL, I guess. The 
the players need more leverage, right? It's crazy. 100%. Um, I am huge on the legal CBA and all the negotiations going on behind the screen or behind the scenes. And yeah, it's the NFL PA, the players have the least amount of power of any major sport, and it's not close, even though they're the highest revenue producing sport yeah, in the world. That's that's crazy. That, I mean, somebody like Zeke, which, you know, I don't know. He's. Uh, uh, everybody knows him. Everybody knows his name and still under the rookie contract. And if he gets injured and his, you know, career's over, it's uh, he has a small little contract to show for. They're him. not going to sign him. Uh, they'll franchise tag him if he stays healthy this year and doesn't get suspended. And then they'll franchise tag him again. And this is what's going to happen with almost all running backs. And we saw the same thing with uh, Murray. Whenever they had, you know, Murray had the huge year, they just let him go. Yep. Like, you do yep. not pay running backs in this market. It's not worth it. Uh, allow them to have 400 touches a year, use them up, and just throw them off like trash. Um, mm-hmm. Just what it is. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, something I think we talked about this maybe last time, and this is more hype than anything. Mari Cooper wants to have a 2,000-yard season. If I was a football player, I'm telling you right now, if I was any athlete, I would throw out ridiculous – um, goals all the time just for headlines. It, it, it means absolutely nothing. The, the Miami Dolphins believe in that uh, <laughs> that idea. He's had three 1,000-yard seasons, never passed 1,100 yards. Yeah. 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 I'm lower on Amari yeah. than most. Uh, yeah, you are, actually. Uh, if you guys want the articles, I mean, I'm sorry, the rankings, you can check out John Chapman's Dynasty rankings and mine. Uh, on our website. All right. Uh, Sonny Michelle is looking pretty good after his knee scope. Um, they say he's progressing nicely. Uh, he is spending a lot of time on the TV 12 sports, whatever stuff to uh, help him recover. If is Michelle going to be the guy who we thought he would be last year and kind of showed us towards the end of the year, especially in the postseason. Is he going to be that guy this year? Yeah, I, I think that he is going to be the main guy there. Um, and the thing is, you buy low, sell high. One month ago, he's currently going in the fourth round in the 22nd overall running back spot behind Mark Ingram and ahead of David Montgomery. But he's kind of like the last guy that if I punt running back in the first two rounds, let's say I go receiver, receiver, and get something like, I don't know, uh, Odell and Julio or something like that at the back end. I don't mind taking Sony Michelle as my first running back. After that, I freaking hate it. So yeah, he's gonna be the guy in the goal line worst case scenario. And yeah, that it's crowded backfield. He's gonna have some down games, but this is the cheapest you're gonna be able to get Sony Michelle is right now for dynasty league and stuff. So if you have a yeah. draft, but love where he is going right now. I did a mock, and I had, I think Devonte Adams. Another wide receiver. I think I like Devontae Adams, A.J. Green, and then Mark Ingram and Sony Michelle. And I was okay with that. Mm. I was like, you know, just looking back at the thing, I was like, they both are pretty. I mean, I, we already talked about Mark Ingram a lot. But, uh, yeah, Sony Michelle has a, a strong RB, too. I'm not uh, I'm not worried at all. Now, Damian Harris, you know more about the rookie than I do, John. Is he going to do you do you see him cutting into the time at all he's going to play a role he's much more of a rex burkhead replacement than he is a sony michelle replacement i I hated 
his film. He was one of my lowest ranked running backs just on a talent standpoint coming out of Alabama. Uh, he's one of those, uh, you could say jack of all trades, ace of none, but he's even worse than that. He's just decent at everything, and he has no glaring holes, but he's not really good at anything. So whoever is injured or suspended uh, in today's NFL, I think that's the role Harris is going to take. He could be the third down guy if James White goes down, and he'd be okay at that. He could be the goal line. He could be the multipurpose. So I don't think that they are moving forward with this idea of Sony Michelle versus Harris. I don't think that's a thing. Okay, good to know. Uh, a couple other things really quick. Uh, Marvin Jones. We haven't heard a lot about Marvin Jones no. this offseason. Uh, Kenny Galladay has been uh, you know, sprinkled in on my Twitter feed over the last month or two. Um, and I still – I really like Kenny Galladay, by the way, and we'll talk more about him later. But uh, Marvin Jones misses the entire offseason program. Uh, he has been you know, doing side work, but he hasn't been cleared for practice. Uh, but they say he, he's, on, you know, he's, on, uh, he's on track for training camp. Um, let's see, where do you have, uh, Marvin Jones at? Do you, uh, do you have that pulled up on yours? Where My you rankings, I'm, man, I'm probably lower than where he should go. Um, just to be honest with you now, and again, we're talking dynasty here. I have him 51. So as the 51st wide receiver, I probably should move him up. But the problem with Marvin Jones is this. I think he has a very, very low ceiling. Um, I don't think that he's going to be a guy. I think he's one of those 50 catches, maybe 700 yards, maybe seven touchdowns is best case scenario that you're going to get with him. And he's not going to be the number one. He's not talented enough. Like you said, you love Galladay. And then they go out and draft TJ Hawkinson, who I think is going to eat up a lot of touchdowns uh, down yeah. there. So it kind of limits that. But again, it's all relative. If you go super running back heavy and you get a tight end early and all those things and you need like an extra flex uh wide receiver i don't mind getting them uh, because you can plug them in and just be fine thinking well two catches 40 yards and a touchdown's a possibility yeah here are five guys i'd rather have than marvin jones tyler boyd yep dante pettis yep dd westbrook curtis samuel Curtis Samuel and D.D. Westbrook are a little rough for me. Um, I think I would take Marvin Jones over those two personally. Okay. That's why I was bringing him up. I knew you would. The other ones are not even in the same tier. Um, Tyler Boyd and Dante Pettis I have as number 24 and number 25 long-term wide receivers. So Nice. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, before we move on, Let's talk really quick uh, about Fantasy Go. Uh, like I mentioned, they are new partners. Uh, I'm really excited. I, I hope uh, you know we can stay long-term partners. But Fantasy Go is a website. If you guys don't know, if I haven't heard of them, you probably haven't because they just launched actually, and uh, we're we're looking at their new website right now, which is still being revamped a little bit. But FantasyGo.com is uh, basically, and I'm just gonna kind of go off the cuff here and explain to you really quick. Fantasy Go, for those that know what Fiverr is, it's pretty similar to what Fiverr does for like digital images and stuff like that. And, you know, if you wanted to get a logo or a song made or something, you'd go on Fiverr. Well, this, if you want fantasy help, you can go to fantasygo.com and either you can become an analyst. So basically you just sign up and people go to you and you can look at their lineups and help them set lineups. Or you can basically register as a customer and look through 
the analysts based off ratings and feedback. And, you know, maybe some people are going to have better ratings than others. You can choose, you know, who you want to, to be part of it and, uh, and then get a full evaluation of your team and how it works. They have integrations with Yahoo. Uh, if you're So if you're in a fantasy Yahoo league, they, uh, they basically can run your team for you. You can go you know, full service mode or if you just want like a second opinion, uh, you could use their start and sit mode. So it's pretty cool. John, you know a little bit about this, right? Yeah, it's pretty – I love the concept because we all have – fall's the busiest time for me. <laughs> it's just bananas with kids yeah. and sports and family and holidays and all those things. And so if you have one of those weeks where you have stupid relatives in town and you just have zero time to break down the news, this is your failsafe. Um, yeah, you so, just yeah. go there and say, you know what? I haven't been able to do anything this week for waivers or any – research whatsoever help me out and they, they got you so a big fan of this idea i'm really excited to see it implemented and hope to be a part of it um yeah can i can i put you on the spot and say that you're going to uh sign up as an analyst so people can pick your brain sure yeah 100 um i yeah that's 100 cool. yeah i mean this again fantasygo.com uh, they are newer partners. Uh, we appreciate it if you show them some love. Go to the website, check it out. Uh, there's like an intro video there that really explains exactly what they do. Probably explains it better than we even how I'm explaining it here. But uh, fantasygo.com. Make sure you check it out. Show our sponsors some love. Um, they it's a really cool product. We if and if you guys are listening to Eastley Fantasy for the first time or just started listening to us off season, you'll know that we. Uh, I don't promote just anything, and I think John feels the same way, and Christian and Armando, when they're on, they feel the same way. We cannot come here and give you something that either we don't believe in or that we haven't tried ourselves. And so I, I've done my research on Fantasy Go. I talked to uh, the founder, a uh, really cool guy, David. Um, so I really believe in this product, and that's the only reason uh, you know we're, we're talking about it here on the podcast. Is we, we just don't throw out anything, and we don't expect you to check out stuff that you know we just talk about. We, we really believe in this stuff. So... Check it out. Again, fantasygo.com. Let me know what you think about it. Send us a, a DM or email or whatever, and let me know what you think about it. Uh, sign up, whether a customer or a uh, or an analyst. Let me know how you think, what you think. Boom. I like it. Now's the time to talk a little bit about some rankings. Uh, there's really no other big news. Um, one piece of news I do want to get your reaction at, and then we'll move on just to flat-out rankings. But Devonta Freeman, they say, is looking like himself this offseason. Um Dan Quinn is uh, is liking what he sees so far. You like Devontae Freeman or what? Man, it, his his role in that offense is unbelievable. And we forget this guy's finished as the number one running back twice. Now, it was a long time ago, 2016 and 2015. So he's two years removed. He's had two rough injuries. The concussions are definitely worrisome. However... You want to talk about somebody that could be a dark house, dark horse running back to finish, you know, as a top three running back. Yeah. It's him. It, it really is. Tevin Coleman's gone. Edo Smith is the backup there now. Nowhere near as, you know, talented, I would say, as Tevin Coleman. And so the volume is going to be there. His role in the passing game has always been very heavy. Uh, I, I do think that where he is being drafted now is an absolute steal. Having said that, the only cause for concern is if he gets a concussion, his career's over. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, his 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 brain's been shaken up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So you take that for what you want. You know, if you're looking dynasty, I have him as the number twenty fifth 
running back, you know, kind of long term, but you can get him so cheap right now, you know, in redraft or whatever, because again, he is going around those guys that we were talking about earlier, carry on Johnson, Derrick Henry, uh, Aaron Jones, the number art team, uh, number art team, number 18 running back off the board right now in redraft. So, yep. Uh, all right. So let's play a numbers game here, John. I'm going to go through, uh, I'm going to go through eight running backs. Okay. Okay. I want you to give me just off, off the top of your head. I need the percentage chance that they can end up being a top five running back top five running back okay yeah, i need percentage and each okay. one is independent we're not equaling 100 correct okay good. correct yep all right marlon mack five percent whoa okay just way Damian too many Williams. running backs there all right you know i'm gonna give you my percentage with yours so you say five percent marlon mack yes i'm i'm gonna say marlon mack has a 33 percent chance Ooh. i mean i love marlon mack all right damian williams Twenty percent. Uh, yeah, I'd say around twenty percent. I might agree with you there. I think he has a good shot. A twenty percent is pretty, pretty big chance. I would also say uh, he has a fifty percent chance of not being the starting running back for his own team by week three. <laughs> yeah. But if he is, yeah. then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. Just there, just a couple of question marks there that have me a little worried. But you could draft him as an RB two. Technically, you know, you can get him uh, if you go running back, running back. You can get you know uh somebody like james connor and then turn around and get damian williams if you do you better get carlos hyde you know in the eighth round he's going in the ninth you better get carlos hyde if you get damian williams good good advice all right uh one more thing i want to talk about actually and i did mention it in the beginning of the podcast don't forget draftnightout.com oh so excited Uh, this is gonna be awesome and actually Got a good segue. Fantasy Go will actually be at draftnightout.com as well. So uh, that kind of, bam, you like to see how I, how I did that? That was, that was good. That was a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, July 13th at Top Golf in Dallas, starting at 6 p.m. after the Sports Con. Uh, if you guys don't know what Sports Con is, a large sports convention in Dallas, uh, formerly the National Fantasy Football Convention. We are now the official fantasy draft event of Sports Con. So don't forget, check that out as well. Um, draftnightout.com there's all different packages raffle tickets giveaways uh championship rings uh you get expert analysis it's gonna be awesome come have a beer with us and just man have a good time you know we did one of these events in vegas and it was just unbelievable i I think this one could be better uh i I really really do so if anybody is in the dallas area you don't have to go to SportsCon to be there uh just head to the site get a ticket because it's gonna be freaking awesome um, yeah, all the limited. There, there are limited tickets. We haven't sold out yet, and I hate to be that guy. But like, almost sold out. Like, I'm not gonna pitch that whole thing. But there is limited tickets. Uh, so if you guys are thinking about going or waiting till last minute, I would suggest not because there is a chance that this is gonna sell out, and I don't want you to miss it if this is something that you really want to do. So check it out either our website or draftnightout.com. Uh, hosted with our good friends at Sleeper Wire. Leonard Fournette. Man. 40%. Really? He's going to, if he's healthy, he's going to lead the NFL in touches, I believe, and, and actual rushing attempts. If that's the case, 100% right. I, I would agree with you. But, man. Uh, Big if. That's 40%. Yeah. Man. That's a lot. That's a lot. All right. 
Derek, uh, my my percentage for Leonard Fournette is three and a half percent. Derek Derek Henry, twenty five percent to be in the top five. Yeah, twenty five percent. That's bit that. So you think that he has a bigger shot of being in the top five than Damian Williams? Yes, because he's the guaranteed one. Yeah, and his volume is going to be unbelievable. I mean, when the when the Titans score seven points, a good chance Derrick Henry is going to score that seven points. True. Yeah, six, and then the kicker, but whatever. Um, all right, Aaron Jones. What's the high? I've given forty percent to Leonard Fournette. That was the highest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go twenty three percent because I want it to be less than what I gave Derrick Henry. Okay, I like it. Uh, Aaron Jones uh, has amazing opportunity again. I mean, these guys, I mean, they're the, the reason I want to do this, and we're going to go a couple more running backs here. But the reason I really want to do this was to say, hey, there's all kinds of RB twos here that have a decent shot at becoming a top five running yep. back. I don't remember this last year, and I have a horrible memory, but there are there are ten running backs that can easily slip into RB one mode in my in my opinion I'll, I'll tell you this too it, it has the biggest i guess variance um you know it changes every single year with who the top running backs are you look at wide receiver and quarterbacks last year were a little bit as well but it, the change takes place at the running back position it's just what it is um it's just the change that takes place now todd yeah. Gurley, kamara those guys that's fine but there's always new people that jump up always yep yep yeah all right uh, a couple more we already talked about devonta freeman i'm not going to talk about carry on johnson because that just makes me angry uh last one is josh jacobs and top three ten percent top five top five yeah ten percent i'll stay 10%. with it I, I don't believe that this offense is going to have enough scoring opportunities to be up there. I really don't. Um, I just don't believe in that offense. The volume is going to be present. I think the talent is present. That offensive line is garbage. So, yeah. uh, But here's the thing about Josh Jacobs that I love. He's probably one of the highest floor players in the running back position. He's not going to finish outside of an RB two if he's healthy, but okay. I don't think that he can be a top five guy. There is going to be a spike or a drop after the second episode of hard knocks. Are you buying or selling before hard knocks, man? Everybody's going to like him. Cause they're going to kiss his ass on that show. Yeah, so he's gonna... I would say that his ADP will rise for sure. You think so? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I would, you know, what would be interesting is to find fantasy value before and after hard knocks of the previous, like five seasons. I, I, Jameis Winston's dropped after his thing. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Everybody yeah. saw how stupid he was. Yeah. <laughs> that <Crazy>. guy, <laughs> yeah. one of the worst moments in football history, he's having his time with head coach dirt cutter one-on-one -on -one watching film and the head coach asked why'd you do this on this play and he just honestly responds oh i didn't remember what down and distance it was like 
are you freaking kidding me? Like, candid, like, not apologetically. Just, right, right, oh, right. I just didn't like, know what was going on. And, like, like it was meh, just, yeah. All right. Moving on. Ugh. Crazy. Yep. All right. Uh, cool. I think that's some pretty good information. What do you think? Yeah. I think it's all right. And so here's my thing. Okay. When you're drafting running backs early, I want safe. <laughs> I, I, I've drafted people that have, you know, ruined the season for me early. I don't want to lose my draft early. So if I'm picking running backs early, I want super safe. That's just what I want. Um, okay. And so Hold on, I, I got an idea. I got an idea. We're going to end the episode super fast lightning round. You've never heard of this before. No fantasy podcast has ever done this before. Breaking. This is this is gonna be life changing. We're gonna see it all over the place. Okay, this is super lightning round. Boom. Okay, I suck at this. You're gonna do it. You're gonna do good. Okay. This is called safe or not safe. I am going to end the episode on thirty five running backs. Can we have a meh category for in between? Nope. Nope. This is this is a good thing about because meh means you're thinking about it. You can't think about it. You got to say safe or not safe. We're going to end the episode on this. I'm not even going to say goodbye. I'm just going to end the episode. Um, so 35 running backs. I'm going to give you the names. You're going to say safe, not safe. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? This is Scared. this is the best. Uh, might be the best segment of all time. Probably. You ready? Safe or not safe? Are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Saquon Barkley. Safe. Zeke. Safe. Christian McCaffrey. Safe. Alvin Kamara. Safe. Melvin Gordon. Safe. David Johnson. Safe. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> safe fish. Joe Mixon. Not safe. James Conner. Safe. Nick Chubb. Not safe. Todd Gurley. Not safe. Devlin Cook. Not safe. Marlon Mack. Not safe. Damien Williams. Not safe. <laughs> Leonard Fournette. Safe. Derek Henry. Safe. Aaron Jones. Safe. Devonta Freeman. Not safe. Gary Ann Johnson. Safe. Josh Jacobs. Safe. Sonny Michelle. Not safe. Philip Lindsay. Safe. Mark Ingram. Safe. Chris Carson. Not safe. Kenyon Drake. Not safe. Lamar Miller. Safe. David Montgomery. Safe. Tevin Coleman. Not safe. Darius Geis. Not safe. Tariq Cohen. Safe. Latavius Murray. Safe. Rashad Penny? Not safe. James White? Safe. LaShawn McCoy? Not safe. Last one, Royce Freeman? Safe. Thanks for listening to Eat Sleep Fantasy. My name is Dale. Thanks to John. We will talk to you guys next week. Yeah. Eat Sleep Fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Fantasy.